everybody, and welcome to Family Mission. That's right. Welcome back if you've seen it before, if you've been here before. That's right. But uh, if not, thank you so much for being a part of the conversation. My name is Samuel, and I am joined by... Mark. That's right. We are doing the duo today, this That's week. Right. We have uh, our families traveling this week, so there's been some things back and forth. So Dad and I have sat down to record and continue our conversation about prayer. Does any other families besides ours have to divide and conquer? Yeah, sometimes you got to just, just get gotta, it worked, you, you know. know <laughs> sometimes life comes at you and you got to divide and conquer, you know. But hey, exactly. a win is a win, right? So That's absolutely right. We're glad you're joining us here today. We're going to keep the conversation going on the subject of prayer. Um, I think it's an important thing because prayer is nothing more than communication. Yeah. And how important is communication? I mean, I believe really all relationships rise and fall, uh, fail and succeed based on communication. So it's a huge deal. And that's one of the greatest things that the blood of Jesus provided is not only salvation for our soul and the forgiveness of our sins, but that cleansing of our hearts so we can actually come into the presence of God Mm -hmm. and we can communicate with Father. Isn't exactly. that beautiful? That communication. Yeah. That's exciting. So before we get too much further into this wonderful conversation, do want to let you guys know if you're checking out the podcast for the first time or you're listening in, these are available on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. But they're also available on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go on YouTube, you can actually sit down and watch our facial expressions. That's right. And check it out. And if you're watching on YouTube and you got to go work out somewhere, you can put it in your ears. You don't have to watch our faces. You can just listen <laughs> or whatever you're doing. Um, we want to make this available for you guys wherever and however you would like to be able to receive just this conversation. Again, it's all about conversation. And so our prayer life is, it's a very foundational aspect with our relationship with God. But as the Bible so clearly demonstrates in in Ephesians, excuse me, not Ecclesiastes, in Ephesians, that our relationship with Jesus is Mm -hmm. like a marriage. Our relationship with the Father and the communication that happens, it's it's a very, very intimate relationship. And so how we handle communication in our homes Mm -hmm. and how we handle our communication with the Father through prayer, there's a lot of similar um, ways that we handle it because it's at the core, what we were made when we were made in God's image, we were made in the ability, with the ability we to communicate. We were made for intimacy with yeah. Him, which is, you know, it's communication. So something I like to remind us of is found in John chapter 11. It's a statement that Jesus made outside the tomb of Lazarus. He's getting ready to raise Lazarus from the dead. And, and the Bible records in John 11, around verse 41, it says he lifted up his eyes. And, of course, he's praying. Mm-hmm. You know, that's familiar posture yeah. in prayer. You know, you look up, you know. Yeah. And so he's praying. But he said these words. He said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me and that you hear me always. Yeah. So a lot of times when we talk about prayer, that's a very intentional time where we go to God to communicate. We go to God to, to hear from him. And we're intentional about it. But the reality is... He's with us all the time. Yeah. We're never alone. And actually everything we say is heard, not just the words we want him to hear or want him to respond to. I think there's even a psalm, and I, I'm not sure where it is specifically, but David says, you even know the thoughts before they come into my mind. Yeah, Psalm 139. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, you know my, I mean, that's just 
that's hard to wrap your head around that God knows your thought before you even have your thoughts. So where do we run from his presence? We, we cannot escape his presence. Psalm 139 is a tremendous read and it just shows how intimate God is, how involved God Mm -hmm. is, how connected God is with our life, every detail of our life. And so here, here's something about prayer is we can pray about everything. That's right. We can communicate about everything. This just kind of leapt in my mm-hmm. spirit. I think this is worth just looking at. You know, whenever man was created, it says he formed man from the dust and then he breathed into him. So you talk about being close. Mm. The very breath of God himself yeah. is the thing that we use to communicate. <laughs> so he's literally in our, you know, we'll sing yeah. the song. It's your breath in our lungs. Da, da, da. Right. So yeah. we'll, we'll sing that. But the reality, that is so close that that he himself, his spirit, his ruach, right? Who he is has now infilled us. And we use that breath to form words. To communicate. To package our thoughts. Yeah. To express them to him. And then he gives us his word right here, which are his thoughts. Isaiah says, you know, your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Your ways are higher than our ways. So we have God's thoughts and God's ways delivered to us in the Bible so that we can get to know him, we can mm-hmm. communicate with him, with his word. He and his word are one, and that's what we have to have in our prayer life and our walk with him is that we and our word become become one. Yeah. You know, I remember my dad taught me a valuable lesson growing up as a young man. He wanted me to make sure that I knew that I was no better than my word. Um, in other words... He grew up in a generation where a handshake was all it took. You didn't have to have a contract, sign your name, have attorneys, you know, sign off on it. It was just, you gave your word, you swear to your own hurt, but you keep your word. Because in those days, you were no better than your word. And so integrity was huge. Well, see, God has bound himself to his word. It's huge. And a lot of times people, this is in the realm of prayer. A lot of times people talk about the sovereignty of God. Well, God's sovereign. And sometimes they take it to such an extreme, Sam, mm-hmm. that they almost leave our responsibility out of it. Basically, everything that's happening is God's will. And we're just trying to figure yeah. out what God's doing. If it happened, it's his will. If it didn't happen, it's not his will. He's sovereign. Well, the problem with that is that in his sovereignty, he, he bound himself to his word. He holds and his so word above his name. He holds his word above his name, it says <laughs> in the book of Hebrews. And so we have to then work with him according to how he, in his sovereignty, lined it up, and he gave authority in the earth to mankind. And that happens through words. And mm-hmm. and he leads us. There's this There's this beautiful relationship back and forth. And we began talking about the prayer of faith previously. Mm -hmm. And we're setting up this conversation the way we are because it's important that the intimacy part of prayer and communication is understood because we want to begin to kind of share about what maybe it looks like to intercede for somebody Mm -hmm. or pray for other people because praying for just my situation Mm -hmm. or declaring or the prayer of faith over a circumstance that's in my wheelhouse, so to speak, Mm -hmm. is kind of a different type of prayer than if I begin to pray for someone else Mm -hmm. or something in their family or, you know, it's different. It's like the authority bubble. If I'm praying for something in my house, you know, Lord, I think that there's peace in my home. I think that I'm, I'm declaring, or if I'm the husband or the father, and I begin praying and declaring things by faith, scripture, the word, I work mm-hmm. with the word, the intimacy, right, that God's given. I begin to work with that. That's a different place than when I begin to start praying about somebody else's home. Yeah. Someone else's home is under their domain, so That's to speak, right. their wheelhouse. So how do I pray 
for them. Mm-hmm. Do I pray the same way? Do I pray differently? We want to begin to talk about that a little bit because good. there's a way that we can do these things and we can work with the word. We mm-hmm. can work with heaven and begin to, to, to work that the will of God would be released in everyone's lives. Because what you're talking about, Sam, is jurisdiction. Yeah. Um, we don't have jurisdiction in every place. Um, we can know what God's will is and we can enforce God's will, like you're saying, where we have jurisdiction, which is in our own home. It's in our own body. It's in our own life. But mm-hmm. when you start talking about another person, another family, another couple, um, their choice, their decisions, their will comes into play into whether or not God's will is going to be done. Because what you yeah. don't want to do, we don't want to cross the line in prayer and then begin just try to control people in prayer, try to enforce, you know, um, our will, which we you know consider to be God's will in their life. God never violates man's ability to choose Mm-mm. because if there is no choice, there cannot be love. So love again. requires a choice. If there can be no choice, there yeah. can be no love. So God in the garden gave man choice. We know what man chose. So Mm -hmm. because there's choice, there can be love. So when we're talking about praying and praying for people, we're not praying to try to take their choice away. That's good. But we're, we're trying to provide grace for them, wisdom for them. We're trying to bring a supply of the Spirit. Yeah. Let me give you this verse here. Let's look at this in Philippians 1. It's good. It's like you're giving them a, a platter, so to speak. You know, it's you, you want to give everything available mm-hmm. and pray that there would be every reason for them yeah. to pick it up almost. Here's, a, here's something I've shared a lot about um, when I've had people praying. Like recently, a little, less than a year ago, I um, went through a situation physically. Um, had to go through a little bit of a surgery on my heart and uh, had a lot of people praying for me. Um, Before I even got to the hospital, um, I probably shouldn't have made it to the hospital, but Sam was praying. I was alone with him. We were traveling and he prayed for me all the way till we got to the hospital. The doctors all agreed that I couldn't have been in AFib that long, that intensely, and have really survived. So they were already considering it a miracle that I'd even made it to the hospital. But he was praying for me, and I was receiving those prayers. And then, you know, went through just a little bit of surgery, came on the other side, um, just found out how many people were praying for me. And those that I had a chance to respond to and get back in touch with, I, I shared with them out of Philippians 1, something that to me came as a revelation where prayer is concerned. And it says this in Philippians chapter 1, what he's talking about, he says, I I know that these things are going to turn because of your prayers and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Um, I thought it was around verse 19. Yeah, there it is. I had it in my head. Philippians 1, 19, for I know... Because Paul was talking about the situation he was in, very difficult situation, yeah. result of being persecuted. He said, but I know that this shall turn out for my salvation through your prayer. He's talking to the Philippian church, the yeah. Philippian believers, through your prayer and the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. So there's a supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ when we pray for people. It's not controlling people. It's not taking away their choice, but it's, it's bringing a supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ, which is a redemptive supply, which is a miraculous supply. It's a, it's a powerful supply that we make available 
like it says in James 5, it says, you make tremendous power Power available available when we pray. pray. And see, that's, but again, what words do I use? I think it's important when that's the mindset, Mm -hmm. I am making this available. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very easy to pray. Like, um, for instance, I can begin to pray, Lord, I asked that you would just fix him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord, just fix dad. He doesn't hear me. Just fix him. Fix what's wrong. Yeah. And I can pray that. And there's, you know, there's a little bit of truth. You know, the Lord wants him whole. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you could say fix, but that's different than saying, Lord, I thank you that you give him eyes to see and ears to hear. Yeah. I on. have now then not only just prayed for him to be fixed, mm-hmm. but I'm actually now taken in um, before the father saying, this is what your word says, eyes to see, mm-hmm. ears to hear. Jesus talks about that, that you would have eyes to see. And so I've now taken scripture. I've taken what I see in the natural, in the scripture, and I've connected with my spirit, with faith. Mm -hmm. And I've now begun to like proclaim and say, Lord, I ask that you would give him eyes to see this situation Mm -hmm. in love. Lord, I ask that you would make this power available, that the Holy Spirit, you would rest upon him. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit rests upon, the Bible says, no one can say Jesus is even Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has a large part to play. And praying in the Spirit, Lord, working with the Spirit, Lord, I ask that, you know, Scripture, you -hmm. bring up these things when I'm I'm now creating a a platter, Mm -hmm. you know, for them. I'm working with heaven that, Lord, that there would be this platter available that he would see it. Lord, I ask that you would give him eyes to see that you would work in his life, that you would give him every opportunity, that you would make this available. Mm -hmm. That's what you can begin to pray that way instead of just fix him, change him. him. And I want to punctuate what you're saying, Sam, because that's an important thing. Because a lot of times when we're praying for someone, sometimes we can, and I'll be the first to admit, I've done it. (laughs) Sometimes we can be praying from from a place, we just want it... fixed, like you said, because of the inconvenience it's bringing us, because of maybe the pain it's bringing us, because of maybe some of the uncomfortable situations. So sometimes we're praying for a person or a situation to be fixed, and it's entirely from, I'm going to say it, from a selfish place. Yeah. It's just because of how it's affecting us. It's really not even for their benefit. Mm -mm. And I love how you said that, you know, you can pray for the fix, but why is it that why is that such a low aim? Why is that such a shallow approach? Because ultimately what you want to pray, like you highlighted, is for that whoever you're praying for, for their connection with God to be restored, for their life yeah. with God to be healthy, for their intimacy with God to be real vibrant, real mm-hmm. flourishing. And so when we pray for people, yes, we ultimately want the healing, the breakthrough, the the provision, the protection. But we also want them to come into a place of intimacy with God, yeah. maybe things being healed, souls being healed, the broken heart being healed. And that is a different place we pray from, not just how something's affecting us and making life maybe a challenge for us. Because to pray at that level, it's such, um, again, we're talking about just effective prayer mm-hmm. and praying from a, a place where we're not just praying from this natural viewpoint. Because if just a prayer fix him, mm-hmm. if that was the thing that worked, 
most people's problems would probably be solved. Yeah. Everyone's prayed to some yeah. level, Lord, fix the situation. Lord, I need help. Lord, yeah. a very, but some of those prayers, sometimes we can learn to be specific. The Lord wants us. How did Jesus pray? Yeah. Jesus prayed with such authority that the disciples were like, Lord, teach us to pray. Yeah. You, you pray with such a level. There's such authority on your words. There's such truth in how mm-hmm. you're addressing these things. There's power available. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord, teach us to pray. You know, whenever the, the Lord's prayer is introduced in the book of Matthew, the disciples. So us sharing this yep. is we just want to encourage you to to have the confidence to pray, you know, have the tools in your tool belt that no matter what the situation and at the end all, specifically, mm-hmm. I almost said especially and specifically at the same time, <laughs> specifically when we're praying for other people, yeah. it is about making the the power available in the spirit making, you know, it's like handing them a platter, mm-hmm. you know, Lord, we want this available for them that they That's now right. can, through their sovereign juris- jurisdiction, they can choose that. But Lord, we want everything. We want That's every right. opportunity to be made available. That is the place of it's so that the will of God, that mm-hmm. your will be done, your kingdom come. You know, whenever Jesus prayed that, the Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. we're praying and we're hooking up with that same reality of Scripture, that His will would be done in their life, not just my will, yeah. not just, I just don't want to be inconvenienced because this situation is not cool or they're being not right or whatever the reason. It's not just the reason, but what is the eternal viewpoint of this person? Yeah. How can I connect with my eternal Father? And the eternal one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Mm -hmm. how can I hook up with that in my prayer, not just, you know, next week getting figured out? Yeah. And, you know, what you're saying, too, since, and obviously we've we've went a direction today that God wanted us to go. I mean, this, um, I really sense... I just really sensed the anointing and the things that we're sharing. It wasn't maybe all the things that we had, you know, maybe prepared to share with you, <laughs> but I definitely know the anointings on this. And I want to say this also that when we're praying for someone, like James five sixteen says, that the prayer of a righteous man, yeah, if you read it in the Amplified, says makes tremendous power available, dynamic, and it's working. I like to say it this way. And this is a good analogy as well. And it's, it's, if Dan were here, he would love this. This would be yeah. something he would share, you know, cause it has to do with auto, uh, automotive, you know, with cars, you know, I've driven a car without power steering and I've driven ever <laughs> since then cars with power steering. And there is a huge difference between trying to turn a vehicle, especially the slower it's going. It's a huge difference in turning the vehicle with power steering versus without power steering. So it makes turning easier is the point. Mm-hmm. And so when we supply oh, that's good. Pr- prayer and we pray for people, we're not making them turn. But if they choose God and they choose God's way and they choose God's word, then our prayer for them is going to make the turn easier. It's going to be grace. There's yeah. going to be grace there, power there, presence there. And that's what we supply in prayer. It's the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ for his redemptive Avail work in much. their life, intimacy with God mm-hmm. in their life. So it's making power available. It's making the turning of the heart easier. That's right. And the working with the spirit and we're, our time's kind of gotten to (laughs) us here, but it's important. There's a, it's take, it's worth taking the time to talk about these things because there's a way that we can do this. Mm -hmm. You know, as followers of Christ, the Lord wants us, all of us 
to be equipped. Yeah. Jesus did not die on the cross for us just to be beat around in life. Mm-hmm. He died so that we would have victory, so that we would have life and life abundantly. Amen. And learning these things and beginning to exercise these things. And we're still growing in a lot of these things. It's, it's this beautiful, day. beautiful relationship that we get to walk in. And as we grow, you know, it's, let's encourage one another alongside, you know, let's, if we've learned something, we've seen something, you know, share that from that place of love that we all would come to the likeness of Christ. And Mm -hmm. we would all walk in that place of peace, Mm -hmm. that place of righteousness, all of our righteousness, sanctification, our holiness, Mm -hmm. our redemption, and our wisdom is all wrapped up in our relationship to Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1 talks about it. So really pushing into those things every day through the communication, through the prayer, Mm -hmm. through intercession for our families, for each other. It's an important thing, and we just want to see you guys totally succeed in it. Amen. And uh, we do pray, and we would ask that this conversation would just bless you because this is something that we all can... Mm-hmm. We can all get um, what do you call it? Our hands not dirty in, but we can get our hands working. Yeah, that's right. And really get involved. Get in. our get our hands in the dirt. If, you, yeah. if you're in the gardening, you know, get get our hands dirty. You know, get in the dirt. Yeah. And, and we want you to know if you're watching this or you're listening to this podcast, we want you to know we have prayed for you. That's right. We pray for everyone who clicks that play button. And so because of that, everything we talked about today. There is a supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ flowing into your life, (laughs) your home, your family, your marriage, your children, your life, because we're praying for you. And we appreciate you praying for us. That's right. So with that being said, we just want to leave you with this blessing. Blessing. May May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Peace.